I'm Jenny. I'm Joe. And this is Progress Prompts, where we believe there are two pillars to meaningful progress, knowing and loving who you are and living in alignment with that. But we know that's easier said than done, so join us for some honest Q&D today. We definitely don't have all the answers, but we've got you covered on the prompts. Another month has gone by and it is time for our that's <laughs> my drum roll attempt bonus segment again this is where I share something that I am working on with you which I have decided to call practice makes progress and today I thought I would talk to you guys about habits specifically something that has been super interesting and on my mind lately. The difference between habits versus addiction. Maybe that sounds totally weird to you, but I will tell you why I'm thinking about it. I don't often talk about my help on here. A lot of that is because when it comes to health, there are two camps, let's say. <laughs> there are the people in camp A that are like, you can love your body and still want to improve it and respect it. And it's okay to want to lose weight. It's okay to have goals. It's healthy to do that. And a lot of that even looks like athletes, right, that count their macronutrients for their sport and specifically want to improve their nutrition to do better with their fitness goals, not just weight loss, right? And then there's camp B where there's the anti-diet culture and you should never want to lose weight because your body is amazing exactly as it is. And a lot of that stems from people who have been in or seen real harm from eating disorders. And that is something to be angry about. And it's ridiculous that the media makes us feel like we have to subscribe to this perfect, unattainable body image that nobody living real lives is ever going to achieve. Uh, and even people in those pictures probably didn't actually achieve, right? So you need to let all of that go. And for me, I have consistently found myself somewhere in between both camps. And I don't know if that's right or wrong. And that's not something I can decide for you either. So that's why I don't bring it up a lot. But I will say one of the reasons why I struggle so much with intuitive eating which I did for about six months on my own and six months with a professional. But a lot of it is geared towards people who have restricted eating so much to the point where they've either not taken in calories or severely purged. And I've never done anything like that, but I have struggled for a long time with binge eating. And a lot of people will define binge eating differently. So 
that all depends on you as far as what that looks like. But for me, it was eating so much in one sitting that I would feel really, really sick and eating food that I had planned to save for others, eating entire sheet pans of dessert or half gallons of ice cream in one sitting. And I do understand in a lot of ways that restriction caused this problem to begin with and diet culture caused this problem to begin with. So I did need a little bit more of the food freedom in my life. I can't count calories. I've tried like 21 days without sugar. I cannot restrict food groups like that because anything that I do just makes the binging so much worse as soon as I'm done with whatever time period that that lasted for. So I honestly do understand that that doesn't work, but also I cannot have for me, it just did not work to have complete unconditional permission. And I swear I did try it. <laughs> I felt like I gave it a fair and honest shot. But I felt so much more out of control. And I got to the point where I was binge eating three or more times a week. And I just did not feel good. So then I had to find something in the middle that worked for me that was a little bit of structure, but not necessarily diet culture either. And I also was hoping to be able to do that with a professional. And luckily I did, and it's not a black and white, I can lay it out for you step by step, this is what I did kind of thing, right? Because it is... Like I said, so, so individual health in general. But one of the breakthroughs that I had, and I have not, I don't know what the past tense of this is. I just realized binge ate in probably two months. And that's not to say that I have not enjoyed my treats. I just was on the phone having Joe order crumble cookies for me, but I'm making intentional choices about them and not that they are in control of me. But the breakthrough and the turning point for me was understanding what I want to talk to you about today, habits versus addiction. I grew up conditioned to the idea that I was somehow addicted to junk food. I thought it was a need, a physical need of mine. Whether it was physical or emotional as a coping mechanism, I just culturally grew up believing that this was something that I could be addicted to. And I didn't understand the difference between addiction and habit. Yes, I knew that this is not the same thing as a hardcore drug, right? But they teach you on TV and in diet books and all over the place that sugar is also a drug, quotes, and that it can be just as addictive and that you can get hooked on it and that all of the sudden you've become dependent on this. 
So I believed for so long that I just naturally had this dependency and I did not understand that what it really was, was a habit that I had created for myself. I got into the habit of every time I felt stressed, I would binge eat. Every time I had a breakdown with one of my kids, I would binge eat. Every time I got alone time, finally at the end of the day, I would binge eat. Every time XYZ, I would binge eat. And all of a sudden when I was told, this is not an addiction, this is a habit, I realized that I had the power to rewire that neuropathway any way that I wanted. That doesn't mean that I had to. That doesn't mean that I'm saying it's terrible, horrible to eat sugar because I don't believe that. But it did mean that all of a sudden I had my agency back. And you guys know how strongly I feel about agency and being able to choose the path that you want for your life. And it doesn't even have to be about health. That's what it is for me. And that is the something that I've been working on. And there is such a thing as a legitimate addiction. I know that that's real. I have family that struggles with it. The dictionary defines it as a biopsychosocial disorder. So it's biological, it's psychological, physiological, social, characterized by repetitive use. And habits are also chemical in a way, so they can get confused, but they don't have all of those components to it. There isn't a predisposition there that makes it a lifelong dependency. And maybe it's not, I believe I have an addiction. Maybe it's, I think I'm not a morning person. That's a limiting belief when really it's just a habit. When you realize that it's just a habit, you all of a sudden take your agency back and all of these doors open up to you that weren't open to you before. And all it was, was a mental block. And it's crazy because I've never been the kind of person, which is funny because I have a self-help podcast, that believed you can outthink your way out of difficult circumstances. And I still don't to some degree. I don't want you to feel like I'm saying if you think hard enough that all of your obstacles are going to disappear. But I think understanding the distinction that you have the power to change your habits versus feeling like you're stuck, it really can unstick you. And it's not a quick process. This is something I've been dealing with for years and habits change slowly over time. Another one that I've been practicing is connecting more with my spouse. So Joe and I, we usually at the end of every day, after we put the kids to bed, we watch a show together. And that's kind of how we kick back and relax for the evening. But slowly we have started to turn off the TV. Maybe it's just once a week. Maybe it ends up being twice a week. And the more we do it, the more we enjoy doing it. And it's started to become not a have to, but a want to, where we enjoy just chatting and just hanging out together. 
and we feel more connected at the end of that than we do at the end of watching a show together. It's just putting those small tweaks into place little bits at a time. But before you can even start to do that, you have to realize that you don't have to be stuck. And I think that that's what it was for me with my health is I realized I'm not addicted. I'm not hooked. I'm not stuck. This is just a habit, just like anything else. It's something that I can do with it, what I want to do with it. And does that mean that I still have cake for breakfast? Yes, because that's what I want to do with it. But that's exactly my point is I get to choose and it's definitely changing. It's changing me for the better a little bit at a time. So if you are working on cementing any new habits, tell me how you do it. I actually have started a habit tracker and it's a little overwhelming and also a little helpful. I haven't made a decision yet on whether or not I'm going to keep it, but that's one thing. Um, anyway, I'm accepting ideas. So let me know. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of our conversation. We are so glad that you're here. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's prompt. Let us know at progressprompts.com or on Instagram at progressprompts. And if someone comes to mind while you're listening, please share the podcast with a friend. Word of mouth is the biggest compliment. See you next time. And remember, the secret to not caring what other people think about you, to more peace and less anxiety, and to being your best self for the people you love is to know and love who you are. <laughs> Hold on. I have to go bring my dog in. <laughs> or she's going to bark this whole time. And now there's cows in back of our yard, so nothing I can do about that. <laughs> if you hear any cows. Hey, it showed me a little ready icon. I think you have to go in and get it. Oh, did they? Okay. I just wanted to make sure. All right. I love you. Bye. Let's see, 20 weeks is how many months? 20 divided by four. And now all of the other neighbor's dogs are barking at the cows and I literally can't control it, so.